Hello, hello, everyone. Long time no see. This is Amanda Grace here with you. We're doing a part two today, which I normally don't do, but um, I was in prayer this morning and received a very crucial, pivotal, timely word from the Lord. I have the door open because I don't know where Chris went. I think he walked into the woods to cut branches. I don't even know at this point. And I have to keep an ear out for the dogs because the sanctuary staff left for the day. So Missy, there's Missy. Missy, Missy, what are you doing? Are you playing with the bald eagle? Say hi, Missy. And then Toby. Oh my gosh, Toby. Toby, get away from the button quail, honey. There's Toby. So just so you know, this is what I'm dealing with right now um, in the middle of all of this. So I'm just trying to adjust my camera back here so you guys can see the date. It is April 7th, 2023. Good Friday. Welcome to everybody watching in the United States and around the world. Welcome to our Ark of Grace team. Thank you for helping us do what we do for the Lord. So we just got done with Aaron Antis, which was a wonderful hour. Uh, his father was an incredible painter, painted the life of Jesus. It was amazing. Uh, and so now we're going into part two. So I'm just going to open up in prayer. I'm getting the, this word is three and a half pages long, by the way. So public service announcement. This is a long word. Cyrus may come in too. You never know. Actually, I probably could forward the picture and they can get it up for me. Uh, the team of, uh, I sent it to Elijah Streams and we'll put it up here so I can tell you what happened. But uh, what happened was, is that Cyrus, it was, it was the most interesting uh, thing here. He, the day after here, I'm going to send it to, I'm going to send it to our team so they can get it up for me so I can show it. I just forwarded it to them. The day after the arraignment, that morning after the arraignment, I came into my office early. Cyrus followed me in. Of all the things he could have grabbed in the office, of anything he could have taken off the shelf, he could have picked. As you can see, it's a lot. It's what Missy is playing with right now. He took this off the shelf in his mouth and laid with it on the bed. We have the picture. We're going to put it up shortly. Um, and so now Missy has it and she's hanging out. She's hanging out on the bed right there. And so uh, as soon as we get it up, I will show you because it, it's worth it's worth showing. We did put it up on our social media. There is a lot. Oh, there it is. There is Cyrus with the eagle right after he grabbed it in my office that morning. So he literally went over, took it and brought it to the bed. So I found that fascinating. This is the morning after the arraignment occurred. So. I thought that was worth noting and that was worth showing you. Cyrus is, I think Cyrus is kind of prophetic. I, I, I'm a little suspicious based on what happened, but call me crazy. So anyway, let me open up in prayer and then we will do this word from the Lord. It will be up on the blog. I will announce that towards the end. Um, and so happy Good Friday, everyone. And Chag Pesach to our Jewish brothers and sisters out there. Happy Passover. We celebrate your deliverance from the bondage of Egypt with you and that the Lord delivered you, Adonai, in such a mighty way. We praise the Lord for Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ. He was the Passover lamb. He was the lamb that took away the sins of the world. He died at about three o'clock our time, I think it is today, p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, he said it is finished and there was a great victory. So let us 
bow our heads in reverence and pray. Father God, in the precious name of your son, Jesus Christ, Yeshua Mashiach, we come before you. We praise you. You are almighty God. You are high and lifted up far above every power, principality, and might. We give you all the glory, honor, and praise due your name. Lord, we humble ourselves before you this day. We praise you for the gift of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ, that was the word became flesh and dwelt among us in the earth, that he was examined, that he died at Calvary. He purchased us by the shedding of his blood. He redeemed us that day, Father God. We praise you, Lord. He rose again in three days, ascended back into heaven, victoriously took his right hand, his uh, seat at the right hand of the Father, where he rules and reigns forevermore. Father God, we praise you that Jesus is the King of kings and Lord of lords, and we honor that before you this day. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we invite your presence and the presence of the Ruach HaKadosh, the Holy Spirit, to fill this place, to move, to saturate the atmosphere, Father God, with your power and glory. Lead and guide us in all wisdom, counsel, might, power, and the reverential fear of the Lord. By the power of the blood of Jesus Christ, by the spirit of the one true living God, may only the truth and power of Almighty God with authority come forth now in Jesus' name. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus Christ, we take authority over every plot scheme, contract, assignment, slander, censorship, harassment of the enemy. We rebuke it in the name of Jesus Christ. We command it bound and cast back to the dry places, pits, and areas which you have designated to be bound there in the name of Jesus Christ and not return or have anything sent in this place. Father, take all the glory for yourself. You are the potter, we are merely the clay. You are the author and finisher of our faith. Without your breath of life in us, we don't have life, Father. We praise you that you are the great I am. You are the Alpha and Omega. You are the beginning and the ending. You are our King, our Father, and our Lord. In the precious name of Jesus Christ, Yeshua, amen and amen. Okay, praise the Lord. Amen. Okay, let me get the word up. Chris may pop in too. You never know when he's going to pop in. So. This word came at approximately, I'm going to say 8.15 a.m. this morning. I had been in prayer for a while. And so this is, I'm just going to timestamp it for all of you. And this is what the word says. Thank you, Lord. Praise be to the Lord of hosts, the King of glory. Holy and perfect is he in all that's capitalized of his ways. The earth is his footstool. The earth cries out to its creator. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And the spirit of the Lord says this day, I am, that's capitalized, hovering over the earth in this hour. The presence of the Ruach Elohim, which is the spirit of God in the Old Testament, is hovering over the earth. It is moving. Although it may appear that chaos is ruling in this hour, it is a sign that the presence of the Lord and his might that's capitalized is on the move and it is stirring up the depths of the kingdom of darkness to prematurely act. That's capitalized, says the Lord. Thus says the Lord, the scales of justice, oh, how they have attempted to add false, that's capitalized, weight to tip the scales, says the Lord. They have attempted with every breath to manipulate the scales of justice. However, that's capitalized, says the Lord. And then the rest of this is capitalized. They cannot and will not touch my scales of justice, for I am the righteous judge, high and lifted up. I speak and it is, and they shall see that in this season as their version of justice is flipped on them, as they find themselves entangled in scales of their own making, sticky scales, says the Lord. Scales that are attached to Sheol, and darkness, 
it shall consume them for daring to manipulate and propitiate what should not be. And says the Lord of hosts, a fracturing of the Justice Department for having too far a reach in matters that were not theirs to touch. A fracturing and splitting open of that department as they offer up the hollow puppets to save themselves. However, the trap they have set on the scales in this season will snap back on them, and their long, that's capitalized, arm shall be caught in this trap, and there will be no way to break free or unlink themselves from what they have so wickedly done. Wicked servants, says the Lord, wicked servants. You were supposed to represent justice on the earth, a fair justice, a justice that brings right standing. However, that's capitalized. You have made justice a poisonous arrow and pointed it at those who will not corrode themselves in the systems, that's capitalized, you have created. In this season, your system shall be unraveled holding justice hostage instead of carrying it out. For you cater to the deranged, the mindless, the soulless, and the gutless. And that is who you have chosen to feed, this is all capitals here, and pay to protest and fan the flames of your corroded justice. Payments right out of the Justice Department to groups, to individuals, to make a lot of noise. A microscope so shall be put to this. This is the season, and the coin of tender shall be revealed. Thus says the Lord, they have attempted to curse the covenant. They have attempted to find the covenant of this nation guilty. They have attempted to curse the armies of the living God. Goliath attacked the covenant. Absalom attacked the covenant. Sennacherib attacked the covenant. Donkeys and elephants in a chain gang have attacked the covenant. Those who serve the God of perversion, the false gods ancient in a modern day, have attacked the covenant. And for daring to touch what is sacred to God, for daring to harm the sacred things of God, and they bring heaping coals of destruction upon themselves. I, the Lord, expect, that's capitalized, the body, the body of Christ, soldiers in the armies of the living God, to take up the yoke of the authority of the believer, the power and authority. For behold, I have given unto you power and authority. And to stand up and say, enough, this is capitalized, how dare they curse the armies of the living God? For you are not battling flesh and blood. The weapons of your warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God, that's capitalized, to the pulling down and destruction of strongholds. If part of the body chooses to remain numb and in a slumber, then unattach from such and take up authority in me. That's capitalized, the Lord your God. For those who remain numb in this hour will fall. For they will not be able to feel or even go the narrow way that is ordained. For they have chosen the broad path, the inclusive path. They have created, all capitals here, a pig pen, says the Lord. A pig pen of refuse and mud and filth and noise, all capitals. It does not matter how good something looks on the outside, says the Lord. The quality of the fruit is what matters. And the stench of rotten fruit shall weigh heavy upon the church. Rotten orchards, says the Lord. You shall see rotten orchards. Invasions of worms and canker worms and locusts, for the fruit is rotting and the stench shall become so great in this hour, even those who have become accustomed to it will turn. And says the Spirit of the Lord this day, there is an attempt in Israel 
and its brother America to break up and destroy good roots I, the Lord, have put down. The leadership I, the Lord, have put in place and moving into place. There is an attempt by the prophets of the ancient destroyers to speak forth alluring words that are toxic in nature, like a mist upon the people. And those weak in the soul have ingested it and poisoning, have ingested it and poisoning their systems. Benjamin, son of my right hand, you are about to get reinforcement, says the Lord. Continue to stand. Do not be moved by the threats from the crowd, by Noah's who are shooting arrows haphazardly in the dark, by demands that everyone should do what thou wilt. For as Korah rose up against Moses in a rebellion, thinking, this is all capitals here, he had a better way for the people, a better way than Almighty God. I laugh at the wicked and I laugh at these bodies of clay and dust who think they have a better way. And that rebellion shall and will be put down, for they are advancing agendas before their time. And I, the Lord, shall by force knock them out of joint and blow them back into the dark caves they so choose to dwell in. And says the spirit of the Lord this day, they are coming with muzzles, says the Lord. They are dangling the muzzles and the nooses. Corrupt judges and supposed guardians of the law think this game they are playing with justice, this Russian roulette is in their favor, all capitals. It is not, says the Lord. However, those must come unto me fully repent and submit for true deliverance and vindication to occur. For even David had to face what he did with Bathsheba. However, says the Lord, he repented and he turned. And I, the Lord, in this hour am expecting a full repenting and turning for those who want deliverance from such. For lawyers acting as Brahma bulls will only go so far in this, for they cannot deal with the charges the enemy has brought in the highest courts, my court, says the Lord, to truly shut the mouth of the devourer. A complete turning is what is required, for no one is beyond repentance and all fall short of the glory of God. And says the Spirit of the Lord this day, the valley of decision is here, says the Lord. Israel had a choice, says the Lord, to continue to be enslaved by Egypt or to trust and move with the Lord and allow me to lead. That's capitalized. You have a choice. For the word of the Lord says, all capitals, if my people, my people, not the world, but my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven forgive their sin, and heal their land. A significant part of the church does not want to do such, for instead of turning from, they are turning into and indulging every wicked way and idea. The church has become like Sodom. It has become like Lot. The church, Abraham and Lot, in this hour must be separated, and the Lot's allowed to go their way of sin to their own destruction. For you are the standard bearers, and this you shall bear for your nation to be delivered. For darkness has attempted as a fine mist to fall upon your nation, to seep into all areas, to influence all areas, all capitals here, to occupy in preparation for a hostile takeover. However, if you hold your position, and see the salvation of the Lord break forth in this season. The persecuting spirit has been sent forth with force to intimidate the people through the events unfolding in your nation. Those who grin at such 
What a sad, pathetic group, says the Lord. They shall find themselves flat on their backs. Those grins will not last for long as they think they have hunted down prey. The hunter shall become the hunted. This will echo in this season once again. It has gone forth. However, the hunters have set themselves up to become prey, for they shall be hunted down by their own agendas by their own accusations, by their own weapons of destruction that they shall lose control of. These beasts, and they shall become the hunted for what they have done. New York City shall see its largest shaking. There is an event on the cusp. They have ignored the warnings. They have ignored the signs. They have laid the groundwork in bliss. And now, says the Lord, the mayor and the government and the government of New York shall be caught in a tar pit of their own making. Darkness, tar, rubble. They have set up their false gods to challenge the Lord and my covenant and my word that's capitalized. And I, the Lord, shall answer that challenge. Thus says the Lord, China's erector set shall lose a piece, says the Lord. The BRICS nation shall lose a letter, says the Lord. Brazil shall fold on itself for the top heaviness of darkness and sin it has gorged itself on. Benjamin Netanyahu shall help and assist with turning the corrupt tables of justice on their dealers in this nation. He shall be instrumental. I, the Lord, am warning the church in this hour to do an about face. The road you are headed is jagged and dangerous. You are not, that's capitalized, to allow this to happen. And if this part of the body does, then I shall tear up their empires and divide it. It shall be torn away from them and given to another. For the people of God in this hour, all capitals, must rise up, stand up, speak up. Speak the word and bear the standard to the world. And too bad if those loathe it because it brings conviction. It brings discipline. It brings expectation of certain behaviors. Too bad in this hour for they shall be judged by such, them and their leadership. The rod of correction is coming heavy upon the shepherds who have let their sheep become destructive and run amok and bring more tepidness to the nation. My son did not die for you to be tepid indifferent, welcoming of abominations and sin and cultivate it like an acceptable fruit-bearing tree. The poisonous fruit has been pawned off as sweet and good, and many shall have sour stomachs from it because the shepherds have given their sheep poisonous fruit, and they keep bearing it, poison to their souls, says the Lord. And says the Lord of hosts, you have been given the power through Christ Jesus to rebuke the winds of destruction, all capitals, Rebuke them in this hour and those who choose to blow such wind. The wind of destruction shall be rebuked for it has come in as a breeze of hope. And it is a lie, says the Lord. It is a lie. All capitals. The fear of the Lord shall fall upon your nation, says the Lord. In a reverence, it shall for the events that are set at appointed times to occur. A very pivotal, crucial, sobering turn is set for near September, says the Lord, on your calendar. Watch and pray. Be watchmen right now, says the Lord. My capital people need eyes to see and ears to hear what the Spirit has to say. This is the beginning of the humbling of many. In humility there is power, says the Lord, for all capitals here. For my power and might comes through, comes through freely. I am allowing the humbling, says the Lord, 
I am allowing them to touch and attack what they should not. For the days are set for their own destruction of their own making that shall overturn parts of the justice system. For I am the God of justice and a scroll of justice is being written heavy, a heavy scroll and shall be sent into the nation and carried out for those leaders in the four corners of your nation shall fall to break the agreement of a very wicked host. There shall be a rebuilding of the broken down walls, all capitals. Do not say this nation is lost, says the Lord. Your nation has a covenant. The church that is operational has power. They are underutilizing. And I am on the throne. Nothing falls without me allowing, says the Lord. Do not make that decision for me. You are to pray and speak life, deliverance and justice into the vein of the nation of this nation that connects to the covenant. You are not to develop cataracts on your eyes and lose heart. Eagle eyes, eagle eyes, says the Lord. The nation shall see what is never has seen. My people will see. Rebellious bulls shall see. Those I have called and anointed shall see. Sobering as it shall be, they shall see. And they shall trust and hearken unto the voice of the Lord. I am preparing the way in this hour. Thus says the Lord of hosts in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, who sits at my right hand and is your advocate. Amen. And amen. And there it is. That's not a power-packed word. I don't know what is. The Lord is not messing around in this hour. He is giving crucial instruction. He is being very poignant and direct and powerful in what he says. He means what he says. He doesn't play around. He is long-suffering and he is merciful and he is loving. But love has many faces. Love has many faces. He wouldn't be a good father if he didn't discipline. He wouldn't be a good king if he didn't bring justice. Love has many faces. And we have to remember that. That, yes, God is absolutely good, and God is a loving father, but he is also a righteous, just king, and he is also a father of discipline and order. God is a God of truth. He is a God of order. He is a God of discipline, and we have to remember that, and what they've made him out is into a, a marshmallow, a squishy marshmallow that is just so sweet. He spoke and created it all. He could speak and destroy it all. We need to have that awe and reverence for Almighty God. We need to have that in our lives right now. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of the Lord is going to fall on the nation because they want to touch what is sacred to God. What is sacred to God, the sacred things of this nation, they have chosen to try to touch and destroy. And when you try to touch and destroy what is sacred to God, God will respond. I will give you an example from scripture to bring this back to scripture. When <clears throat> the Israelites weren't listening and the Philistines defeated them, remember the Israelites went and got the ark. They brought the ark in. There was a lot of hoopla and noise. The Philistines knew the ark of the Lord had arrived. In fact, here, I actually have a replica of the Ark of the Lord, and this is what it looked like. 
and would arrive in the camp. And inside you had you had the manna, uh, the Ten Commandments, and you had the budded olive branch to show that Aaron's line would be the line of the priests, I believe. And so this is what it looked like, the Ark of the Covenant. And so they bring the Ark of the Covenant, and this is sacred. The Ark of the Covenant is sacred. The presence of the Lord heavily rests on the Ark, on the Tabah. And so they bring it in. The Philistines defeat them because they're not listening. And they take this Ark and they bring it into their camp. And they decide we're going to take the Ark of the Covenant, the Covenant, and we're going to place it before the false god Dagon. We're going to put it in Dagon's temple. Dagon, who is part of the marine kingdom and the kingdom of darkness, half man, half fish. They lay the ark before him, which was a very big mistake. And the next day, they find Dagon thrown on his face. And the next day after that, there go his hands. And then there goes his head. And Dagon's whole body, <coughs> excuse me, is smashed to pieces. And so this goes on, and the Philistines still don't get a clue that they have touched what is sacred to God. They have touched it. They have done something that is like an abomination. They have put it in the temple of their false god, what is defiled. They have taken what is sacred and holy, and they have put it where it's defiled. And the Lord starts striking them with rodents and tumors, and all sorts of things start happening to them, very similar to the plagues of Egypt, some of them. some of th This has a little air of the plagues of Egypt because Egypt wanted to touch what was sacred to God. So they realize, <clears throat> oh my goodness, God's angry because we have the Ark of the Covenant. So what do they do? They say, we have to give the Ark back. And they put it on a wagon and they yoke up oxen and they put golden mice or rats and tumors in the it to, to represent what the Lord did, I guess, as an, as an offering. And they send it away. And when they send it away, the Lord lifts his heavy hand and it goes back to Israel. It goes back and it gets put in its rightful place. That is kind of what we're dealing with, where they want to touch what is sacred to God. The sacred things that God has spoken, the sacred things of the covenant, the sacred things they have tried to defile. And when the Philistines did that, the Lord threw Dagon on his face. I would watch that golden statue atop the New York City courthouse. God will not be mocked. I would watch that. I would just watch in this hour the things that are going to happen. Uh, in that area. So we have to understand that it's not that the Lord is not responding quick enough because the Lord has an appointed time. There's a time and season for everything under heaven. The book of Ecclesiastes says it's strategically the appointed times and it's strategically setting the trap like the Lord set the trap for Egypt for them to walk in and try to touch what is God's, to try to harm the people of God, to try to touch what they should not touch. It all goes back to the tree of the knowledge of good and evil in the book of Genesis. And so this is what we see. So you really need to be in your word right now a lot. You need to be in the word every day, every day. If you can make time to have a cup of coffee, you can make time to read the word. 
It is crucial right now because we need eyes to see and ears to hear. We need to be operational. Right now, half the church body is not operational. It's gone numb. So the Lord said, you know what? I'm going to cut that part away right now because I need the operational part to rise up and bear the standard because the rest of them are slinking away trying to save their empires. Those empires are dust to God. He raises kings up and he brings them down, raises leaders up and he brings them down. So it's so important in this hour um, for us to really look beyond what we see. Faith is seeing beyond what we see. Whatever we see in the natural, there are much more going on in the realm of the spirit. We have to look past that. We have to ask the Lord to give us eyes to see and ears to hear what the spirit has to say. Lord, show me what you see. Show me this from your perspective. Show me this from your point of view. Because if you look at it in the natural, sometimes you really want to jump to a conclusion. But if you look at the way things are happening and the moving parts and how it connects biblically and the realm of the spirit, you will look at the same situation much different. We need that right now that sharpness acuity and clarity to see that the church is supposed to be the conscience of the state dietrich bonhoeffer said this the church is the conscience of the state and you know what the state has done it is seared half the conscience so the church won't speak out speak up take a stand and they will slink back and they will just keep making a mucky mess of things where the Lord has to come in and clean it up. We are the conscience of the state. We have to raise that standard. And if people don't like it, oh, well, if people don't like to feel conviction, oh, well, you know, Lester Crowley was one of the most wicked men that ever lived. And he said, do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. In fact, you'll see people in Hollywood wearing these sweatshirts, do what thou wilt. Yeah. They're like disciples of Lester Crowley. You know what that means? Do what you want, and that's the law. Do whatever you want, and that's the law. There's no standard. They have tried to obliterate the standard in this nation in the name of politics and perversion and lobbying and backdoor deals and wickedness and money and power and trade agreements. They have tried to do this, and the Lord is resurrecting that standard raising it and he not only expects us he expects leaders who want to lead for him to bear it they're gonna have to learn to bear it they're gonna have to learn to put their alphaness away and submit to god and bear it submit to god resist the devil and he will flee from you that's the order that's the order submit to god one now you resist the devil because you're submitted under the covering. And according to spiritual law, he has to flee. Leadership has to understand this right now. Lawyers have to understand this right now. There is a spiritual implication to physical cases. There are charges in the court of God that have to be dealt with. There are charges the enemy is bringing. He is a legalist. He tries to use the word to charge us all day 
long. This is why we have to use the authority of the believer. If you've never read the book, The Believer's Authority by Kenneth Hagin, I suggest you get a copy and read it like your life depends on it right now, given what is going on. We have to be wise to these things. Wise as a serpent, harmless as a dove. You know what that means? Deceive the deceiver. Because if you're deceiving the deceiver, you're on the right side of things. We have to exercise right now strategic restraint. Notice I said strategic. So we can move the way God wants us to move. Toby, come here. Come here. Toby's doing wonderful from his surgery. Come on, you want to say hi? Oh, Toby's doing wonderful from his surgery. He's all recovered. He's back out in the general population. So thank you for your prayers. Oh, am I boring you? I'm so sorry I'm boring you. I'm boring Toby. Toby is just bored right now. So he's hanging out upstairs and Cyrus has been keeping an eye on him. Like, are you supposed to be out of your playpen, dude? Like, that's that's the look Cyrus is giving him. You ready? Okay. Here he goes. He's going to go see Oliver. So thank you, everyone, for your prayers. So please just keep these things in mind as we move forward, as we move forward in Good Friday. Um, praise God that our savior has risen. He came out of a tomb. He was wrapped and put away. He, he rose again in three days. He is seated victoriously at the right hand of the father. He is living. He is active. He is the word that is sharper than any two edged sword penetrating to the dividing line of soul and spirit of joint and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. One more thing I will tell you right now in this hour, Psalm 91, you must speak Psalm 9. I do it every day over me and Chris and, and the household every day. You know why? That's like your contract. Psalm 91, God is bound by his word. He's bound by it. He is the word. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Psalm 91. I have it memorized. I'm going to say it right now over all of you. And if you want, you can open up your Bibles and repeat it with me. And this is the last thing we're going to do. And I pray it over me and Chris. So I say, because me and Chris dwell in the secret place of the Most High, we shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. We will say of the Lord, he is our refuge and our fortress, our God, and him will we trust. Surely he shall deliver us from the snare of the fowler and the perilous pestilence. He shall cover us with his feathers and under his wings we shall take refuge. His truth shall be our shield and buckler. I will not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the hour that flies by day, nor the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor the disaster that lays waste at noonday. Though a thousand may fall at our side and 10,000 at our right hand, these things will not come near us. Only with our eyes will we see the reward of the wicked. Because we have made the Lord who is our refuge, even the most high our dwelling place, no evil shall befall us, nor shall any plague come near our dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over us to keep us in all our ways. In their hands they shall bear us up, lest we dash our foot against a stone. We shall tread upon the lion and the cobra. The young lion and the serpent, Chris and I, shall trample underfoot. Because we have set our love upon the Lord, therefore he will deliver us. He will set us on high because we have known his name. We will call upon the Lord and he will answer us. He will be with us in trouble. He will deliver us and honor us and with long life will he satisfy us and show us his salvation that is psalm 91 speak it 
death and life are in the power of the tongue. There is a lot of power in your words that go forth. Speak Psalm 91 every day right now with what is going on. Every day. It just I just did a live. It took me a minute and a half. A minute and a half of your time is going to cover you. A minute and a half of speaking the word and sending it out like an arrow is going to help cover you. You have to be in the word too, though. You have to be in the word. You have to get on the meat. You have to start going deeper for the Lord to do what he wants to do. Don't fill your soul and spirit right now with a lot of garbage that's going on. Okay. The news media is a machine that wants to fill your soul and spirit with garbage, cloud it up, uh, junk it up, uh, make it like the California freeway traffic jams that go on. So you are just bogged down, agitated, and feeling oppressed. Spend that time in the word. Take half your time at least off of that and put it in the word and watch the difference it makes. So that I will encourage you to do. So thank you everyone on this wonderful Good Friday for joining us. All glory be to God. Jesus died for our sins. He said it is finished and he purchased us that day. There was a transaction. We were purchased by almighty God through his son, Jesus Christ. So we praise him and we give him all the glory, honor, and praise for what he did because he so loved the world. Because Adonai so loved the world, he gave his one and only begotten son that whosoever should believe in him should not perish but have eternal life. John 3.16. So thank you everyone for joining us. We are going to be back Monday, Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are doing a live Passover Seder start to finish. If you go to the blog and maybe I can, let me see here, if I can put up um, the website to the blog. I'm seeing if we have it. If not, I'll type it in real fast for you. Okay. So it is Amanda Grace, the number for him dot blogspot.com. Okay. Here it is. That is the blog. There is the shopping list and, and preparation process. You would need to do the Passover. There's also some recipes also, I think, including for matzo ball soup that our team put up. So you could, oh, thank you. So it's, there it is. There it is on the blog, Passover recipe ideas. There is also the Seder. Um, so what you would need for the Seder, I believe, is up there as well, because there's a shopping list of things you would need and see it gives you the recipes what to make how to make the horoset which is like the mortar for the bricks and it includes apples and raisins and honey and a host of things so you can go to amanda grace number four him.blogspot.com and so you can uh shop and get your passover meal ready we will be doing it at 6 p.m eastern standard time uh this coming monday which i believe is the 10th so it is april 10th thank you thank you for that okay everyone praise the lord all glory be to god i've been talking for three hours between elijah streams the last broadcast with aaron and this broadcast i've been talking for almost three hours thank god i'm partially italian right because italians can talk so praise the lord for that um but i hope everybody has a wonderful weekend God bless everyone. Keep the faith. We love you. Armor up according to Ephesians chapter six. Remember, according to the book of Hebrews, God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. 
Demons are diligent. Diligently seek the Lord this hour and diligently resist in this hour because I believe the Lord wants to do amazing works in your lives personally, as well as what we see happening in the nation. So keep the faith. Have a wonderful evening. We love you. God bless everyone. See you Monday for Passover. Pesach. Hog Pesach to our Jewish brothers and sisters. Hello, everyone. This is Amanda Grace, and I wanted to tell you, if you are interested in where you should invest financial matters, if precious metals, if gold and silver is something that you should invest in or should be a part of your portfolio, please go to bh-pm.com. That is bh-pm.com. Beverly Hills Precious Metals, Andrew Sorcini, who has been on Art of Grace before. He loves to answer our viewers' questions, is more than happy to guide you and to answer your questions and to help you in those financial matters. So please go to bh-pm.com today. Thank you, everyone. God bless. You want to support an amazing patriot that's doing so much for our country and be a blessing, you can go to MyPillow.com and use promo code ARK, A-R-K, to save up to 66% or sometimes more off of all MyPillow products. They are so much more than just pillows. They have amazing bathrobes, they have sheets, they have slippers, they of course have pillows, and they even have dog beds. And I will tell you a fun fact, Noble, our pig at the Animal Sanctuary that many of you know and love, has indeed slept on a MyPillow dog bed. So if you'd like to be a blessing, go to MyPillow.com and use promo code ARC. God bless everyone. If you are looking for an excellent doctor, if you are looking to get healthier, if you are looking for guidance, go to Sherwood.tv forward slash Amanda Grace. Dr. Mark Sherwood and his lovely wife, Dr. Michelle, have the Functional Medical Institute in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Both myself and my husband, Chris, and let me tell you, God bless Dr. Sherwood because Chris was a top nut to crack on this. But Chris is finally on board and we are both patients of his. I have to tell you, they have helped us tremendously. They also have an amazing line of products that are excellent for your health and can help you get your health back on track. So if you would like to make an appointment with them or you want to go see uh, what they are all about, what products they have, you can go to Sherwood.tv forward slash Amanda Grace. If you would like to grow your own food with what we see going on right now in the world with not only food supplies, but what they are doing to our food, you can go to amandagracegrows.com. These are amazing hydroponic growers. In fact, we have one in our parrot room, and this is an indoor one we have where you can grow food all year round, actually. Vegetables all year round. And we are doing that actually for our birds and our animals at our sanctuary. They also have outdoor ones. They actually yield 30% more and grow the vegetables three times faster. So if you would like to learn more, go to amandagracegrows.com. God bless. And I have to tell you something, they work.
It is an alternative to big pharma based on quantum physics, over 40 scripture verses written into these patches for everything from blood sugar, anxiety, pain, neuropathy, to immune system boost, dog pain. They are very sincere about um, having alternatives to big pharma. We are a big advocate of natural solutions to help with pain and, and, and blood sugar and a host of other issues. I yeah. tried the pain patches and yeah. I gave them to my uh, VP of operations also, Ronnie. And she said they worked as well. She was yeah. quite shocked actually, but she said they worked so, and they worked when I used them. When you connect it to your body, the skin patch changes your brain waves. Sugar, this one is neuropathy. I actually have it on. And we use this on Toby actually, because Toby's about eight years old. And from being paralyzed years ago and the Lord miraculously healing him, he has a little leftover with his joints and his hips. So we actually give him the doggy pain patches. What was he doing? He was running? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I walked him out and wow, he's boom. And he got power. I said, no way. And I don't know. I said, Amanda, what? What did you do to him? To so it's good. Hello, everyone. It's Amanda Grace. I'm coming to you today to talk to you about Reawaken America. I have been humbled and honored to be a part of Reawaken America since April 2021, when the first one was had at Rima Bible College in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And I have to say, I have watched so many amazing moments happen for the glory of God at Reawaken America. And seeds get planted in the lives of those that are still seeking the Lord. We have seen many people uh, get set free, healed, delivered. Uh, we love to pray over people at Reawaken America. Um, I have prayed with so many uh, amazing people, which include Marty Grisham from Loudmouth Prayer, Prayer, Pastor Todd Coconado, uh, who also deals in deliverance as well. And it has been uh, an honor and a privilege to pray for so many people, to be able to minister to them, for my husband Chris to be able to minister as well, and uh, for, for Clay and General Flynn to allow me to, to even speak there, to even speak and, and speak what the Lord has to say. People need the word of the Lord in this hour. That is what they need. Uh, and so, Reawaken America has been a chance for people to come and not only hear the word of the Lord um, and hear biblical teaching and be prayed for, but also to get necessary information they need because the word of God says it is the knowledge of the truth that will set you free. Um, and so it's been an incredible experience for us. We hope to see you at upcoming events uh, that are coming up this year. Uh, and we are excited to see you there. God bless everyone.